Well, hey there, all you beautiful people, and welcome to the most exhilarating ride of self-discovery. Get ready for a life-shifting journey as we dive deep into the topics of self-love, self-worth, some other selfies, as well as unlocking the transformative power of setting healthy boundaries so you can embrace your true potential and take charge of your life. This is not your typical self-help podcast. Oh no, we are taking it up a notch and then some. No sugarcoating, no fluff, just real talk and real results. We're diving headfirst into those topics that some may shy away from, but not here. Together, we'll uncover the wisdom in embracing the tough stuff. I'm bringing my high energy and no-nonsense approach to the mic, and we're ready to break through those barriers holding you back. Get ready to amplify your inner power and learn simple yet super effective tools to unleash the greatness that resides within you. So buckle up, my friends. We're about to embark on an adventure of a lifetime. Embrace your uniqueness, cherish your self-worth, and let's create a life that sets your soul on fire. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode packed with insights, laughter, and maybe even a little dancing. Together, we'll crush those self-doubts, level up our self-love game, and celebrate every step of this incredible journey. Are you ready to ignite the power from within? Well then, let's do this. I'm Denise Marsh, your enthusiastic guide on this roller coaster of growth, and I cannot wait to see you thrive. Get ready for an adventure that'll leave you feeling empowered, inspired, and equipped to take on the world. This is Getting Raw with Denise, where we redefine authenticity and have a blast doing it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. Thank you so very much for tuning in to this podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. So today we are going to dive into a little bit more of self-confidence. And before we get into this episode, I wanted to just remind you that if you are looking for more rawness for me, more inspiration, and just another way to connect with me for me to share with you, please sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is a complimentary gift that I have for you. You can find the link in the show notes and that way you get a weekly dose of what I have to share every single week. Now, let's get into it. Today, I want to share a story from my book, titled Do It For Your Selfie. And in the book, I break down the different selfies. We talk about self-worth, self-love, self-confidence, self-satisfaction, all the things. And we talk about where these words actually stem from, what they actually look like in our lives, how they show up in relationships, and all areas that we experience day to day. 
and also how we're able to really face them, recognize them, and enhance them in the ways that will benefit us the most. And so one of the things that I love about this book are the stories that are shared from some of my past and current clients and even from my own personal journeys. And today I want to share one of the shorter stories in here from a past client. And if you have this book, then you know this chapter about self-confidence. This story is at the end of the chapter. And so let's get into it. How she went from living to alive. Here is a story about a woman who went from feeling like she was just living to feeling completely alive. During the darkest time in my life, I did not feel like I would overcome anything. I thought I was a bad person and deserved to have bad things happen to me. I felt I was in a deep, dark hole with no way out and that I would never see daylight again. Even though I saw my two kids every day, I truly was just going through the motions of being a mom and taking care of their needs. I really believed I lost my life, even though I was still living. Some of the thoughts I would have about myself, I would never say to anyone else. I'm horrible. No one will love me. I'm not worthy of having a good partner. I'm a horrible parent and my kids will hate me. I would use things that happened in my life to validate my negative thoughts. What led to that dark period was one major event that shed light on so many other events leading up to it. One night, my kid's father put a gun to my face. And when that happened, it reaffirmed to me that I was in a toxic relationship. And the way I was living my life was not okay. There were constant signs that the relationship I was in was harmful to me and my children. I remember one time my eight-year-old daughter told me if her dad and I would just be nice to each other, that we could stay together. My daughter saw us fighting on too many occasions. She saw things in our relationship that were not okay. But I would find excuses and justify those behaviors. The night he put the gun to my face was when I started to snap out of it. I knew if I stayed in that relationship, I may not survive. Our relationship wasn't always that bad. In the beginning, he made me feel like a queen. And once I became pregnant with our daughter, he started to show his true colors. Something in him changed, and the changes happened slowly over time. I believe it was partly connected to the people we were around. We would be around other couples who were always arguing, and even though I tried to stay away from those types of couples, it still steeped into our relationship. Once it started getting bad, it was really bad. And I could not leave for so many reasons. That was the only relationship in which I had experienced that type of toxicity. I asked myself many times, what was it about him or the relationship that got me to a place of losing myself and I could not pinpoint it? I wanted to make changes for myself and for my children. I just did not know how to ask for help, especially when I hit rock bottom. I understood that not knowing how to get help was not an excuse I could afford. 
so I had to find ways to feel better about myself before my life became any worse. I started spending time with friends who could relate to me and who were also working on themselves to become better. Reading emails from Pastor Joseph Prince every morning was definitely uplifting and gave me hope that my life could and would turn around. I joined the one-year raw group coaching program led by Denise Marsh, which gave me the tools for my healing journey and helped me learn realistic ways of accepting myself and loving myself. Journaling my thoughts instead of saying them out loud to someone else also became a big part of my self-love journey. This was not an overnight process, and I am still a work in progress, but aren't we all? The difference between who I am now and who I was is that I love myself, and I love the life that I am living, and that was not something I was able to say for so long. My children now have a mother who is excited about living, and this is helping them to thrive in more ways than I can count. Wow, I love McKristen's story because her story, is, for one, it's so relatable. I can personally relate to that. And I know that there are so many other people who can relate to being in situations where they felt that this was it or they just did not know how to get out of those situations. And so I shared that story today because I wanted to remind you all that even in your darkest moments, there is a way to find some light. It may be a challenge. It may not be the easiest road, but there is a way to find the light. And building up that self-confidence, it takes a little bit of time, right? It's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not just a snap of the fingers and now you're out of it. It takes some understanding of you, really truly getting to know you, who you want to become, being okay with letting parts of you go, and also really truly healing the parts of you that have been in pain for far too long. I get it. I promise you, I get it. My journey had its ups and downs. There were times where I did not think I would survive. And so from me and from Nekristen and from all the other women who have gone through journeys where they felt they had truly hit rock bottom, there is a way to find the light. You just have to be willing to do the work, do what it takes to find that light. And a lot of the times it means getting really honest with yourself about the situations that you are in. And also it may take some support and that support could be therapy. It could be a coach. It could be finding a support group. It can be confiding in someone who is healthy. Okay. Healthy people. Okay. You don't want to confide in or take advice from someone who is not in the best situation because how will they be in a position to really help you? They may validate to you why you don't want to be in their situation, but find healthy support. Find people who have maybe been where you are now and have gotten through it. We are not meant to do all of this alone. 
right? But I also want to share a little bit more from this story. I want to share parts where she spoke about what having low self-confidence cost her. Having low self-confidence cost her her womanhood. She also lost who she was as a woman. She lost herself in that relationship. It cost her her energy. She states here that she was so full of energy before the relationship, fun to be around with a goofy side, life of the party, would make friends everywhere she would go, and somewhere along the way in the relationship, she lost all of that. Also, having low self-confidence cost her living her life fully. She did not get to hang out with her friends as much because her partner would make her feel bad about it. It wasn't an issue in the beginning, but it did become an issue as time went on. Now, on the flip side, here's what she has to say about what changed for her since being on her self-love journey. All right, so here's some good stuff. She states here in the book, my attitude and my perception of people. I used to put people on high pedestals and then would get disappointed or prejudge them to a point that I would not get to know them. Now, I take the time to get to know people and allow them to show themselves to me. I used to have a really bad attitude. It did not matter if you were a friend or an enemy. I would curse you out or argue with you over anything. Now, I do not give anyone that energy of acting in a negative way. I realize if I react in a negative way, it's hurting myself. I used to be quick to react and not in the best way. I used to not think about consequences or who I would hurt. I would just react if I was hurt. Now I think about the consequences before I react when someone upsets or hurts me. My confidence and self-worth have increased. I am still working on increasing my self-confidence even more. However, I am so proud to say that I have made tremendous growth. I know I am worthy of real love and I will not settle for just any person. Thoughts I have now? One day I will have a loving husband who will accept me for who I am. I am not a perfect mother, but I am a great mother. I have flaws. And I accept myself and work on the parts that need more love. My body has changed. There was a point where I wasn't eating when I was stressed or depressed. When I started removing the toxic mindset, energy, and people, I started to gain healthy weight and eat regularly. I have learned how to forgive. Two people I was able to forgive were my grandfather and my children's father. Yes. My children's father hurt me in so many ways, but I have since healed and continue to heal from those wounds, and I am no longer carrying around those feelings that kept me feeling like a prisoner in my own mind. My grandfather wasn't a grandfather figure to me, and I resented him for it for so long. Even though he has passed away, I was able to learn healthy ways to forgive him and understood that the forgiveness was also about freeing the anger and hurt that was inside me. My children have benefited from my changes because I was a very angry mommy before. I used to apologize so often to them because I would take my anger out on them. Now, because I am calmer 
and have more control over my emotions. I don't have to apologize as often because I am not taking my anger out on them. I have rediscovered what my purpose is in my own life. And most importantly, I have rediscovered who I am as a woman. Ooh. Wow. Listen. That story gets me every time. Every time. And working with Nakristen was such a pleasure. And seeing her growth was... It was just beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. You know, one of the things I am so thankful for is that I do have the pleasure of working with women and really being able to help them on their journey from being in the dark to going to the light. And it is a process and it is something that I take very seriously. And this is such a big, huge part of what I do because I was once there. I was once suffering. I was once depressed. I was once in an abusive relationship. I was once just not wanting to live. And to be at this point in my life where I truly love my life, I truly love myself, I am very confident in making decisions that benefit me and my life and those that I love. But I had to build up to that. I had to heal. I had to get support. And so today, I just want you to take whatever you want to take from this episode. And if you need to, listen to it again. And if you have the book, read this chapter again. And this was just a snippet of the self-confidence chapter. There's so much more to unpack in the book. And if you don't have a copy of my book, there are activities in each chapter. So it's not just you reading the book and taking things from what you've read, but I've intentionally put activities in each chapter so that you can bring your real life into the situations and into the examples and to the questions that I'm asking you from the chapters. This book is meant to be a support tool. So if you do not have your copy, I will definitely encourage you to go out and grab a copy. You can purchase my book, Do It For Yourselfie, on Target.com, Booksamillion.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Amazon.com, pretty much any online retailer. Or you can always go to my website, DeniseMarsh.net, and order a signed copy from me. I want to say thank you again for listening to this episode and its entirety. And I really do pray that some part of this was able to help you in some way. And if you know someone who could benefit from this conversation, please share it with them. Let's help each other in the best ways that we can. Let's uplift and support and encourage each other. That's why there's so many of us on this planet. <laughs> to love and help one another. But we also have to love and help ourselves too. Oh, thank you for being part of this exhilarating journey through Getting Raw with Denise. Your commitment to self-discovery and growth is truly inspiring. If you have found value in this discussion, 
I would be so incredibly grateful if you could take a moment to share this podcast or you could even leave a review on Google or Apple Podcast. Your feedback helps others on a similar journey discover this complimentary resource and embark on their own transformative path. For more resources and support, please visit denisemarsh.net. Let's stay connected and continue uplifting one another. Remember, you hold the power to redesign and align your life from within. Embrace your uniqueness, cherish your self-worth, and set those healthy boundaries with confidence. Keep diving deep into your true self, unleashing the potential that resides within. You are capable of greatness, and the world needs your authentic brilliance. Thank you once again for being a part of this incredible community. Until next time, stay true to yourself, keep shining, and let's keep getting raw together. Let's keep it-